Hello and welcome to episode 40 of Command Space, a tech news talk show that puts a spotlight on the guests. I am Mike Hurley. Um, welcome to the new show, Command Space on 5x5. Uh, this is episode 40, but it's the new. Sh- it's the first episode that we have on the great 5x5 network. Um, thank you to all of you that have come over. Welcome to anybody that has joined you. Uh, just very quickly before we start today's episode with Jeff Kanata, which is going to be awesome. Um, just want to uh, quick note to anybody that has subscribed to the feed, any uh, current listeners, just want to apologize that you may have seen um, the previous episodes of the show come up again in your RSS feed. That was just a consequence of moving everything over. It won't happen again with this show. Uh, but thank you. And uh, let's get on with the show. Welcome, Jeff. Thanks for being here today. Thank you very much. I'm I'm very pleased to be here. So, uh why don't you start off? I like to, to sort of to run this run this question through as most interview shows shows do. But why don't you tell people what you like to be known for? What is, what is it? Who is Jeff? What does he like to be known for? What do I like to be known for? Mm-hmm. Uh, I like to be known for um, sweet high fives that yep. I give. No, um, <laughs> I I, uh, I do. Um, I think I'm probably best known as one of the co-hosts of the Totally Rad Show, which is a show that ran for not quite six years uh, on Revision 3 and ended last November. And, um, but, I, I, you know, I'd love to be known as an actor and a host and a lover of, of geek stuff and um, enthusiast extraordinaire. So, yeah, I, I think the Totally Rad show, I mean, you, yeah, you, we can confirm as well, right? Is, is Indeed, yeah, I do a lot of stuff now. I do, uh, yeah. I do a, a video game exclusive show called um, We Can Confirm that's on Shack News and uh, I do a host co-host a show with uh, Molly Wood on CNET called Always On which is a gadget sort of gadget torture show um, and uh, um, lots of other things I, I, you know, I'm an actor and do do a show with um, the stand-up comedian Christian Spicer called Double Jump which we just announced will be on uh, the Nerdist Network so um, we're going to have a live it's a live sort of late night talk show in the style of David Letterman, but done about video games and video and people who love them. And uh, it's a comedy, sort of nerd comedy show that we're, we're doing. Wow, you're the busiest man in the world. I try. I hate being not busy, so I, I try to stack myself up with projects. Congratulations on, on the double jump thing. I, I didn't know about that. Yeah, thank you. That that just was announced uh, very recently, and um, we're doing we're shooting four episodes on May thirtieth in front of a live audience at, at Nerd Melt, which is a sort of cool theater that the comedy theater that that uh, is in the back of a comic book store here in Los Angeles. And um, yeah, hopefully, if those first four episodes go well, we'll we'll have lots more on the Nerdist Network. So That's we've great. done the show a few times already as just a live show. We did it at the um, at the um, Upright Citizens Brigade Theater here in Los Angeles a few times, and uh, it's been people have loved it and wanted to see it online. So we're really excited that Nerdist decided to pick it up. That's good stuff. And uh, you recently had a very successful Kickstarter that we're gonna we're gonna talk about in a bit. Um, but I wanted to, to jump into to a couple of little things. So obviously, the show, totally rad show TRS was your was your first sort of show online. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, it was. I actually started as a. Um, Video game reviewer way back when I was 14 years old, um, I ended. I won a writing contest in my in my town that was kind of done through my school, and I ended up winning the grand prize in the county. And um, from that, got a an interview with the local newspaper, just sort of a you know 
local kid makes good type of story. <laughs> and after that, my dad was like, well, you know, you, you wrote this short story and, and it did well. Would you ever want to be a writer? And I said, well, maybe. And he said, well, what kind of writer would you want to be? And I said, well, as somebody who was reading computer gaming world at the time and EGM, I was like, oh, I'd love to review computer games and video games. And he said, well, let's see if we can make that happen. And so he went and approached the people who had interviewed us from the paper and said, hey, my son is interested in this. And they said, oh, interesting. Okay, well, why don't you have him write up a, a few samples? And I did. And then I ended up doing that for several years in high school, having a, a column every Saturday reviewing video games um, as a young young guy. So that I, I always credit that as sort of my beginning of of covering this kind of stuff. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. The, the, uh, I think the, the Kickstarter backers got to see... Uh... Yeah, yes, they did. <laughs> <laughs> I revealed uh, just how nerdy I was back then. Yeah, that I showed the the picture that I was taken <laughs> to backers uh, of me announcing that column in the newspaper, and it is uh, it's a doozy. It was it's, exciting. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So but yeah, and then you know, and then I went to college, and I, yeah. I got a degree in theater, and and you know, did a lot of acting and stuff, and um, met. Dan Trachtenberg and Alex Albrecht just socially and we hit it off uh, right away and those guys were doing web stuff and I was interested in doing web stuff and um, we were just sort of hanging out and having these conversations about movies and video games and all kinds of geeky topics and started thinking, hey, this is kind of a show, what we're talking about. Uh, it's just us hanging out. Maybe we should uh, try to make this into an actual show and and so we did and um, luckily enough, got it on Revision 3 and that was back in uh, late 2006, early 2007, and uh, the show ran since then until last November. So yeah, the, was it last November? Wow, I thought it was this year. No, yeah, no, it was uh, wow. at the end of last year. That has gone fast. That has gone really quick. You're telling me, man. It's crazy. So uh, five years is a long time, I and mean, that's, that's a big chunk of your life. Um, yeah. How did your life change over those five years doing the Totally Rad Show? Oh, drastically. I mean, first of all, I was working a day job and and was very lucky to be able to just sort of start doing that kind of stuff full time and, uh, you know, live on becoming um, a, basically a web content creator. And um, so that's a big thing to be able to quit your day job. That was the first big titanic shift in my life. Um, but also, you know, the, we never missed a week of content for the Totally Rad Show. We we had new a new episode without any sort of reruns or, or edit shows or anything like that. We had a new week of content every single week for over five years, and that's that was you know pretty intense. And being with those three slash four guys every week for that amount of time, you know. It, we we I think we grew up together. We um, we learned a lot about how to make shows like that, and um, I got to meet an incredible group of people, both sort of in that community and also the fans. I, it was an amazing experience, you know, doing a live panel at Comic Con every year and going to PAX and going all these places and meeting the the people who were watching the show as well, and sort of getting tied into that community and feeling it, i mean it completely changed my life absolutely so you know do you have any if you if you think back if you think back over the five years and this is probably a really difficult question but are there any sort of notable moments that that occurred like you know maybe a couple of things that over the course of doing the show that would just you know things you'll never ever forget 
Oh, there's a, a lot of those. And in fact, you know, the fact that we um, ended the show last year, late last year, we had an opportunity to sort of think back and, and really look at all the incredible times. One of them, it's funny speaking to you because uh, one of the big highlights that we always, Dan and Alex and I always hit when, when people ask us what were your favorite moments of the show is in the first year, I think in the first few months of doing the show, we had the opportunity to go to London as a group, as a show. And um, that was an incredible experience. It was really the first time that I realized that the show had a, a real passionate following and an international following. And I'll never forget this moment when because Alex, you know, he was sort of known at that point from Dignation. And mm-hmm. the reason we went to London at all is because Dignation was doing a live show uh, at a conference there. And we decided to go along. Actually, a fan helped us out and, and provided airfare for us, which was incredible. Um, and we went into this, walked into this pub and uh, that was sort of near the, it was full of geeks. It was near the this conference that Dignation was doing. And... Uh, I remember that whole time we were all sort of feeling like, well, everybody knows Alex, but our show was so new that we weren't sure anybody even was aware of it. And uh, we walked into that pub and the the whole place started chanting TRS. <laughs> and it was like, it was an incredible moment. I mean, it was it was really like, oh my gosh, we're making something that's really connecting with these people and and people are watching it and enjoying it. And, and it was it was pretty incredible. And, and, you know, that's just one of, I mean, I got to meet, Stan Lee, I've, I've, I got to, you know, bungee jump and, and do all these incredible, crazy things that we did on our show and, and the many laughs that I had with, with two of my best friends, Dan and Alex, um, you know, and, and working with Mike and working with Steve, who are the two guys that edited the show over, over the five years. It, it's the best years of my life, truly. I was actually at that um, the show, the Dignation show. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, that's great. Because it was sort of in my hometown, so I was there. It was in a huge exhibition center that we have called the XL. And oh there, right, there must have been thousands of people there. There really were, it and it, it's so funny to think back because I remember at that show was when Alex um, revealed to everyone that he had just proposed <laughs> to his then girlfriend oh, yeah. Heather, and literally what a month ago they got married so it's, that was a long engagement <laughs> he was just it was the trs engagement it was it was you know so when you when you sort of think back over over those times and you think about all the cool things that happened do you think that could, can you imagine like can can jeff of six seven years ago imagine that jeff now is is the same guy do you think that he would believe that if you were able to go back and tell him um, I'd like to think that, I mean, we always had visions of the of the show uh, doing well and being, you know, being relevant. And, and I, I think that we all had dreams of the show. I mean, I think some of the things I would never have guessed would happen. And uh, I, I always like to think of going back and telling like, 10 or 12 year old Jeff what's going on because that <laughs> that kid would be have his mind blown you know that who the, some of the things I've gotten to do and some of the you know the fact that I was at a panel at Comic-Con for five years yeah. in a row you know like I went to Comic-Con as a kid my mom brought me to Comic-Con 
And to think that I would, I mean, I remember the first year looking at the the little placard that they give you. It was just a little piece of cardboard that has your name on it and the and the Comic Con logo. But everybody, you know, from Joss Whedon and Robert Downey Jr. to me, anybody who's on a panel has that same exact placard made for them. And I was like, my God, it, it, this is truly a dream come true. It's 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 surreal when you think about it sometimes. Yeah, that is a, that's really awesome. And I, those live shows must have been a lot of fun. I mean, yeah, you you did Comic Con every year, and you did a bunch of other like um, conventions and stuff like that. That must be quite mm-hmm. a fun experience, like to be able to do that and get people singing your intro music to you, and like the little musical interstitials, like the video game stuff. And that oh, must yeah. be a lot of fun. It is the best. It is it is such a such a great time, and people are are incredible and so nice and. And, uh, you know, just interacting with the people who've been watching the show. Uh, TRS was really a show about three friends hanging out. Mm-hmm. And I think that somehow we managed to make it, I think, feel for the audience like they were hanging out with their friends. And so whenever we would go to these events, we felt like we were meeting all these friends that knew us, but we were just getting to meet for the first time. And and it really felt like, oh, my gosh, I'm, you know, these people know so much about me and and. and I already feel a kinship with them because there's already this friendship that has happened, you know, on the internet, which is pretty amazing. Because yeah, the Totally Rad Show was a was a conversation between three friends about video games, movies, comic books, TV shows, which is mm-hmm. what we all talk about as friends. So it was kind right. of, and the way that you guys would do it, like you know, you would sit and you'd face each other at points and talk to each other, and it wasn't like you were just addressing the audience. Like you would yeah. do that and then you'd have a conversation. And I think that that's right. I mean, that's why I guess most people will probably be shouting at the screens when they d- disagree with something and, you know, getting getting involved. And it, it's kind of, it's really interesting how those dynamics build between the audience and the hosts. Yeah, it was awesome. And it was completely by accident. I mean, I wish we I could say that we were smart enough to think that that was, you know, all planned. But we, no, take we just <laughs> we just thought, you know, hey, we, we, let's take this conversation that we've been having and and put it in front of people and maybe include them in it a bit and and uh people seem to dig it. You should take that. You know, you totally planned it from the start. Right. Yeah, I got to revise my narrative here. <laughs> it's always the intention. We set out to create a, an arc of 5 years. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, the, as we said TRS um ended in November. Um, to my surprise, it was November and everybody was sort of wondering I, th- I think everybody that was watching the shows, because we'd watched it for so long, I mean, I myself grew up um, watching the show. Like five mm-hmm. years is is a, a, a big chunk of, of my life as it was, you know, yours. And I guess a lot of people wondered what, what everyone was going to do. I mean, um, Alex had ended Dignation as well, so you know, he's he's kind of moving on into, into whatever he's going to do next. And Dan Trachtenberg is now a big shot movie director. He sure is. He's directing the movie adaptation of the comic book Why the Last Man. Mm-hmm. And then I guess as well people were wondering, what's Jeff going to do? Because, you know, you had your other podcast and stuff like that. And then out of the blue, you launched a Kickstarter. And uh, we're going to talk about that in a moment. But I just well, – that's that's what they call a tease in the business. Oh, I like it. Very it's well good. done. You can tell I've been doing this for a while. <laughs> <laughs> so I just want to take a, a very quick break to, to thank our sponsors. And then we'll, we'll start talking about your Kickstarter 
campaign and project. And our sponsor for this week is Squarespace.com, who give you absolutely everything you need to make an amazing website. Squarespace is a fully hosted, completely managed environment for creating and maintaining a beautiful website, blog, or portfolio. It doesn't matter how experienced you are with building websites. Squarespace gives you all of the tools you need to build whatever website you want in just minutes. You don't have to worry about hosting, scaling, integrating with social services. You don't have to worry about finding designers or learning code because Squarespace take care of everything for you. They have beautiful themes. They're really clean and they feature responsive web design. So they look fantastic on any device. And it's really easy to switch between them. And You don't have to change your website totally. You can just preview some themes, see how your site's going to look. And if you want to change, if you want a, a new set like new wallpaper on the site then you can do that it's very easy um, you can build your pages in seconds as well using their layout builder um, called layout engine you can add blocks of content such as videos photos text social media stuff and loads more and you can drag and drop it around the page or in the web browser it's really awesome they have great stats ios and android apps 24 7 customer support and don't forget squarespace commerce which is their new system that allows you to start selling products online with squarespace you can sell physical or digital goods they have inventory management, order processing. They can You can host your digital files and they can send out download codes to your customers. They even have expiration links as well. Uh, sorry, expiration dates as well with those links so people can't continue to download forever if that's the type of thing that you want to do. So with Squarespace, you can build any website you want. Um, and I want you to go and find out more because there's loads more features that Squarespace have. You need to go to this URL. Go to squarespace.com forward slash 70 decibels. That's 70-D-E-C-I-B-E. LS, and you can sign up for a free trial and find out more as well. Squarespace plans start at $10 a month for their standard plan. You'll get 20% off if you sign up for any of their plans up front, if you sign up for a year, and if you sign up for two years up front, you'll get 25% off. And use the code 70decibels5, 70-D-E-C-I-B-E-L-S, and the number 5, and you'll get an additional 10% off whatever your first order is at Squarespace. So go check out Squarespace, everything you need to make an amazing website. So about a month and a bit ago now, Jeff, you launched a mm-hmm. Kickstarter project, and this is for a new show that you want to do, or that you will be doing now. So mm-hmm. um, tell us a, a little bit about the show and what prompted you to uh, want to create it and also to want to create it through Kickstarter. Well, I definitely um, was looking and trying to figure out what to do next after after TRS. And... Um, I loved doing that show and wanted to continue to have that kind of discussion with an audience and and talk about all those great topics and um, it wasn't really sure I, I as soon as the show ended I several different outlets reached out to me and said hey and you we're interested in what what you're doing next um, you know let us know and I sort of started talking to people and having conversations and everybody was like yeah 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 and since we ended in November those conversations all, you know, just by nature of the fact that the holidays happen and New Year's happens, there's a lot of vacations and things stall and, you know, you know, discussions just take much longer yeah. than I would have liked. And I was, you know, trying to figure out how I was going to pay my rent and uh, started talking to my, my good buddy, Brian Brushwood, who's a internet personality and does a whole bunch of shows on the twit network and revision three and a lot of other places. And, um, he was like, you know, what you should do is, is launch a show through Kickstarter and, and make your own thing and, and make it exactly how you've always wanted to make a show. And I said, well, I, I don't know about that, man. I'm not really sure people will 
take to that idea and I what you know what if I don't make my mark it, it'll it'll be really embarrassing if I put a show on Kickstarter and I'm I come up short and it's just it's so I just I'm not I don't know and and he said trust me Jeff do it just do it make it a question ask the audience is it something you want do you want a new show from me and find just find out it'll 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 give you a good indication as to whether or not you you should be doing something and he literally called me like once a week for a month and just berated me on the phone. He got his assistant on the phone who's his assistant is, it was a big TRS fan. And he was like, Jeff, you got to do this, man. We, the community really wants to see it and whittled me down and whittled me down to the point where I was like, you know what? I, I, I think this could be a really great way to, to go about it. And it, if it works, we can really make something cool. And I sort of started getting excited about the idea and put together a, a presentation on Kickstarter and, Launched it, and much to my surprise, it uh, it we made our goal in like two hours, and um, like triple the goal in in six hours, and it was it was insane. It, it just really, really took off, and um, I I'm blown away by the amount of support, and it's it's made me very excited for what's next. The 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 name of the new show, which I've revealed to backers at this point, is uh, newest, latest, best with Jeff Kanata. And uh, it's going to be all about the the newest info and the latest reviews and and the best stuff from around the web. So it's going to be that same TRS kind of um, enthusiasm and uh, love of of geek culture, but in a new format with rotating guests. And and I think it's going to be really great. We're looking for uh, launching hopefully late spring, early summer. Awesome, that's great. Yeah, yeah. So that's the, the show. The show title. Um... Newest, le- newest, latest, best, right? I got that That's right. right. Yeah. Um, a lot of it comes from, and as, as well, this is a big thing for you for loving things. Mm-hmm. Tell yeah. me about that. Well, I think that's sort of what makes a nerd a nerd, or a geek a geek, whatever term you prefer. I think it's it. It is a. I think we define ourselves as people who are invested emotionally in media in the products in the characters in the storylines in the things that we love to do and i'm hoping that my new show it will be sort of the ultimate guide in how to spend your free time because i think geeks get excited about these ways to spend their free time and they're always looking for something that's going to ignite that passion in them and i'm a person that that loves feeling that excitement for something. I, I have said a lot that I do. I love loving things. I love the feeling of finding something that just feels like it was made just for me. And, you know, a lot of people feel that with Game of Thrones and a lot of people feel that with uh, the Avengers and, and there's books and comic books and, and music and all these things where it feels like, oh my God, I must be the only person that loves this as much as I do because... I can't imagine anybody likes this as much as I do. And the wonderful thing about the internet is that all the people who feel like that have found a way to connect to each other and can share in that enthusiasm and excitement and exuberance for the things that really get them jazzed. And uh, I mean, it's really hard to believe. It almost sounds like a lie, but I, I swear to you that I truly thought when I was a kid that I was the only person that loved Star Wars because there was no internet when I was a kid and there were, I was the only person in my neighborhood that obsessed about Star Wars like I did. And 
I couldn't imagine anybody liking it as much. And it was just a revelation when I, when I you know, got into high school and, and college that there were people that loved it just like I did. And, uh, and I think that that's what's so exciting when you're like, oh, my God, I'm not weird. I'm not strange. I, my, my level of passion, my level of like over-exuberance about this is shared by people. And I think that's what my show is, is going to be about, sharing that love of loving things. It's really interesting, actually, because um, I had uh, Jonathan Colton on the show last week, mm-hmm. and you you actually touched on what something me and him were talking about, which was enthusiasts, and we're saying that that's kind of like his his audience are enthusiasts, and that's what he prefers to say rather than his audience are geeks or his audience are nerds. Right. He likes to say that they're these sorts of people, and and doesn't categorize them like that, but just they love what he does, and they really love it. Right, and that's what makes his audience different. Yeah, and I and I think I love that term, and I use it a lot. And we, one of the things I used to say about TRS when people asked what it is, I used to say it puts the enthusiasm back in enthusiast press because a lot of what the online media is referred to is as a enthusiast press. But all too often, in my experience, enthusiast press is the least enthusiastic thing. It's it's more like. <laughs> snide and cynical and uh and and looking for ways to tear things down in its niche and i always am looking i'm hoping every time i encounter a new piece of media that's in my wheelhouse i'm hoping it's awesome i'm going to be honest with my audience if it isn't if if it if i do have to criticize it i'm going to you know i'm not going to just blanketly like everything but i'm always looking to like it and i think that's that's what you know pastime and hobby is about it's ways to have fun and i think that um enthusiasm and enthusiast press and enthusiast enthusiasts as as a as a definer i think is is a great term i like that a lot yeah. um so i want to i want to talk a, a bit about the the actual sort of the process so of of putting your kickstarter project out to the world and and following it through to to, to sort of the end, mm-hmm. um, how did it? How we? How are you feeling? Getting ready to press that button to publish the page? How? What? Can you terrified. describe it? <laughs> like, is that just terrified? I mean, I really, I really was nervous about it, and and uh, it sounds almost silly to to say it now because in light of of how well it did, I I had no idea what to expect, and um, I was very fortunate to have some smart people around me, like Brian Brushwood and and a couple of other people who gave me feedback on on the video and and uh on the page itself and um you know I knew that I, I felt confident with how things were put together and and you know what message I was putting out there as far as what the show was and I just had no idea what the response was going to be and I I remember sitting in a car with Dan <laughs> Trachtenberg and telling him this idea and him going, man, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it's a smart idea for you. And I <laughs> just was, was really, really nervous, honestly. And, um, and then after, you know, after it went live and seeing the, the response right away, it was, it was a surreal, it was a surreal couple of days because I had no idea that it would be like that. So do you call up Dan, just like, suck it, Dan? I did. I, I often tell him similar similar suggestions. <laughs> <laughs> suck it, take that in your face. Uh, but, you know, for a variety of topics. Dan, 
I'm going to totally just throw him under the bus right here. He'll probably never hear this. Uh, Dan famously told me when I was getting super excited about the Game of Thrones television show, I'll never let him forget this. He told me, he said it like this. He went, "Ah, it's never going to (laughs) happen. And I went, no, no, HBO is actually making it. He's like, I know, but it'll be a pilot that never gets picked up. It's it's not going to happen. And I was like, but I'm so excited. I love those books. I'm so excited about this show. Nah, Jeff, it's never, don't get excited. It's never going to happen. It's like, Suck it, Dan. Game of Thrones owns the world right now. And then does he just like show you his director's chair and then walk Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He goes, I guess I'm never casting you in my movies. You win. So I I assume the day that the Kickstarter launched. You booked out the whole day? I mean you didn't have other meetings or whatever. No, it's quite the opposite. <laughs> oh, really? I, I um I launched it and then went, where did I go? I went somewhere. Oh man, I can't remember where I went, but I remember <laughs> I went somewhere and I kept getting texts from like my girlfriend and my mom and like it's going crazy. People are we're up to two thousand dollars. It's amazing. you know and uh and you were just like ah forget it like yeah like at this thing like <laughs> looking at my phone going oh what is happening? Gosh, I, I wish I could remember where I was, but it was some place where like looking at your phone would not be a good thing. I was at some. Uh, it's some meeting or, or, or something. I can't remember, but uh, yeah, it was hilarious. I really should have – because how it works with Kickstarter, I don't know if you know this, but you submit your thing and then it takes up to like two or three days for them. They, they review all of the uh, – Oh, all I didn't the, know just that. Just by hand. Uh-huh. Yeah, so like a, a human being has to look over your thing and make sure you abide by their rules and standards and everything. And once they do that, they give you the okay and then you can push, push um, launch whenever – so I had actually been on Brian and uh, Justin Robert Young's show, NSFW, on Twit the night before. I thought that it was going to launch saying, hey, I'm going to do this Kickstarter. It's going to happen tomorrow. I hope you guys are excited about it. And was thinking I was going to be able to launch it the next day. Well, uh, Kickstarter was still reviewing my thing. I had no idea when it was going to happen. So I was like, oh, my God, I told people it was going to launch. And I was getting tweets of people like, hey, what's the, what about the thing you mentioned last night? Is it happening? And so I was, I was like, oh, and then, and then as soon as I got the email from Kickstarter saying, yep, it passed, you're good to go, I just pushed launch without think, planning out my day. <laughs> I just pushed launch and then went, <laughs> went to where I needed to go, and uh, I probably could have planned that better. So you're just like, eh, well, I'll just press the button, go out. I like that you were getting texts like, what could be going on right now? Yeah, yeah it's like, <laughs> Emergency is happening. <laughs> I mean, that was the best part of that whole Kickstarter thing. It's just like, I don't know. You, you probably have this experience as well that you, family members who sort of get the internet but kind of don't understand what you do totally. and want to be supportive and want to be enthusiastic about it, but they don't really understand it. You know, once this Kickstarter launched, it was like this – really palpable way for them to get what was happening you know it's like there's a number there and that number is going up and they get that you know it's like people support what you know your son slash grandson slash cousin whatever is doing so uh, it was a really easy way to to for them to get it and and that was really a very gratifying aspect of it is, is that my family could go Oh, I get it. I see what what you've been doing these last few years. I can imagine like a, a family member or a friend being like, Jeff's crazy, $20,000. And then, oh my God, cousin Jeff <laughs> just raised $150,000. What does he do? 
Yeah. So I've I've given away the numbers, but we'll get to those in a minute. So twenty thousand dollars was was the amount that you pledged for. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess that you, you'd put a lot of fault into that and, and figured how much it was going to cost you to create what you wanted to create, right? Yeah, which was uh, the idea was to create one episode that could be used as a pilot to take to people. And instead of having the conversation of, hey, I want to do a new show and it would be kind of like TRS, but I have some other ideas and, uh, you know, trust me and give me money to make it, please. Um I could actually just have a physical thing to say, here it is. Do you want this? And if you want this, then let's, let's go. But, but, um, so the idea originally was to just create one. And as the, as the Kickstarter started going up, I was like, well, now we can make more of these. So, uh, we've committed, committed to at least a, a season, uh, which will be 12 episodes of, of the show. So that's how the, the, the funding that you see, so you got to your $20,000 in two hours, as you said. I want to come back to that in a second. But so the, the 150000 means you can create a whole 12 episodes now, which is awesome. Yeah, and, and, and I, I hope that's just the beginning. I hope we're going to be able to make lots more. Um, the, the idea still is, is to take uh, the beginning batch and take it someplace and have it be distributed uh, on a on a network that will be able to house a show for a long time to come. The, the idea was to have another show like TRS that lasts a long time and and really creates a, a following behind it. And um, yeah. you know, it isn't just a isn't just a twelve episode flash in the pan. With the success you've had, I mean, you shouldn't answer this, but I can only imagine people have been banging your doors down to get you to take the show to them. So, I, well, I, I, the, the nice thing is is that with with the Kickstarter money, is that I really don't have to. Uh, do anything until we make something, and and I and that's really a luxury to be able to make the show exactly as as I want it to be without having to be like, well, you know, in order to have it be on our network and in order to give you money to make it, we you know we would like it to be like this or that. I can really make the show that I want to make and then um, go from there, which is really great. So tell me what it was like two hours into the Kickstarter. Um, hopefully, you're at a computer now. <laughs> You met your goal. What was that like? Well, you know, it's euphoric. It's it's exciting. It's unexpected, and you feel like you're riding this this high of of surprise, and 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 it's a thrill. But it was also immediately terrifying in its own way <laughs> because now it's like, well, crap. What do I do now? I I, I didn't really have. <laughs> I I could have planned it all much better and in in retrospect man i could i could do a much better kickstarter campaign if if <laughs> if i had known what i know now then um but i didn't really have much of a plan for like stretch goals you know and all of a sudden i was scrambling to come up with these stretch goals on the fly and so i'm thinking like what can i even do what do people want and and so it was a it was managing in the first few days it was really managing all of that and and trying to express to people one one of the big things in that first two hours is I wasn't aware of this, but Twitter has a limit to how many messages you can write in in a, in a short period of time. They will they call it I've, I've learned now they call it putting you in t- Twitter jail. Yeah, because you get locked out of Twitter uh, if you have too many tweets in a short period of time. And I was literally going through Twitter and thanking every single person that had donated. And, uh, and I got blocked and I was like, oh crap, now not only am I 
unable to thank people. I can't even update what's going on with the with the Kickstarter for some unknown amount of time because I'm locked out of Twitter. <laughs> it was strange. It was really crazy, but uh, fun as well. And I think there should be an exception on Twitter for if if the word "thank you" is your entire tweet. I don't think it should count against your uh, <laughs> your limit. But um, that seems like a very Jeff Kanata thing to think. Like, you know, I guess so. Thank you should I, be free. <laughs> it should be, right? I was literally just trying to keep up with uh, all the people who had sent nice messages and told me that they're, you know, because uh, Kickstarter allows you to sort of tweet that you supported. And so every every yeah. tweet that came through that said it was supporting, I was thanking people and um, got blocked from Twitter. <laughs> so then the, the project went along and you were coming up with stretch goals and you were announcing um, – who, the, who was going to be on the on the show and stuff like that, and then it comes to the final day, and uh, you were on UStream, I believe, and you were mm-hmm. sort of doing a live stream and talking with people and and getting ready for for the moment um, when the when the funding ended. Um, yeah, similar sort of feeling, like you know, just the euphoria and and sort of can't believe this type of feeling. Well, yeah, it was um, it was great. It, it, I I really wanted to. I decided. You know, it had been so it had exceeded my expectations to such an extent, and people had been so generous and so kind, and and I really wanted to figure out some way that I could give back my time to honor that. And I thought it would be fun to just sort of hang out with anybody that wanted to hang out uh, as long as I could. And I, I can't remember how many hours we did, but I think it was a lot. I think it was like four or five hours of uh, just wow. me <laughs> sitting in front of my <laughs> webcam, reading, you know, uStream. Uh, uh, chat messages and responding to people. Uh, and I, and, and it was so much fun. And then as, as the time ticked closer to the the deadline, people just were going fast and furious. And, and, uh, we had, I don't know, we had 500 or so odd people in the chat room at the, just firing questions at me and I was doing my best and I had been going nonstop for, you know, I don't remember how many hours it was, but I, I was sort of punchy and, and yeah. <laughs> fatigued and, uh, but it was it was an incredible experience. That's one of those moments that I'll never forget. And people were being so supportive. And at one point, um, I was literally just trying to read and answer questions as fast as I could. And people were getting the fact that I was just being super honest and and trying to answer questions fast without really thinking them through. So that people were like trying to insert questions that would be embarrassing. And at one point, somebody said, "Who do you like better, your mom or your dad?" And little did I know, my mom was actually watching oh, and no. in the chat room at that time. And I see the chat comes up from my mom saying, you better say your mom. <laughs> and uh, I thought, that, you know, it was just an amazing moment. And everybody <laughs> in the chat room started going, hi, Jeff's mom. And like, lo- you know, love, Je- love you, love to Jeff's mom. And it was just incredibly positive and, and really one of those experiences I'll never forget. <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah, I know, right? It's surreal and, and amazing. I imagine when, uh, you know, I imagine that's a funny call you have to make to your bank, right? Be like, "Mm, a lot of money is coming to my bank account in a few days. Let me try and explain this to you. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know, I learned a lot about uh, things that I had no idea about. Like, you know, I basically started a small business, which I, I, you know, I I had never done before. That's a lot of fun, right? Yeah. it's, It's a learning experience. That's for sure. So now the funding is completed. And you, you know, you're aiming for uh, say spring summer. What's mm-hmm. next? What, 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 what are you doing now? Like, what, what's going on with the creation of the show? You know, where are you at? Well, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. And I was so fortunate when we were making TRS that I had 
you know, two other co-creators to to lean on, and and here I'm I'm doing a lot of that stuff my own, on my own, and um, I'm I've assembled a really cool team, and I've got an awesome uh, producing partner now, and uh, we just hired a sort of our Mike, which is Mike is the guy that was TRS's post-production guy, and we've just uh, hired a guy that's going to kind of do that for the new show and. Um, NLB, we're calling it, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, had a meet- had meetings yesterday um, looking at the set. We're designing a set, so um, don't want to do the show green screen this time. We're actually building a nice. set, and um, it's it's been awesome, but tons of work and trying to get a the right location and lining up guests and and um, and fulfilling all the Kickstarter rewards. It's been a ton of work, but really, really exciting. I bet that money will go fast. It. Boy, man, you think, (laughs) pardon me, that's my phone going off. Um, You think, uh, you know, this is like vast amount of money, but it's like, oh, well, you know, all of a sudden, you know, Kickstarter takes 10% and then you start, you know, the taxes and then you're going to have to, you know, start spending money on this and that. And the set is X number of dollars and the cameras are X number of dollars. It's like, oh my God, I didn't raise enough. (laughs) It's crazy. (laughs) So, what what's the format of the show? Is it an interview show, segment based? Have you thought that far into it? It is. It is. Um, I'm hesitant to say in more specifics, just yeah, because course. I promised backers that they would be the first yes. to know everything. But um, it's going to be rotating guest hosts. There's going to it's going to be about a half hour long weekly show, and um, I, I think the format's going to be really cool. And nice. and it's it's really that newest, latest, best idea, and then newest, latest, and best will all be their own sort of segments. Cool. Um, yeah, I, I think people will dig it. That sounds really nice. I, I like the idea of that. So the, the long-term goal for the show, um, once the season has ended, the first season, the, the backed season, um, are, I mean, you, are you expecting to then, you, you, at that point, you're going to think about taking it somewhere else. Maybe you could even do it yourself with sponsors. You know? Yeah, it's possible. I apologize. Darth just came in the room. He's he's angry. Yes. That's how <laughs> dorky I am. That's my uh, uh, text message. Um yeah, I mean, my my hope, best case scenario, is that um, in the with the first couple of episodes, we're already sort of taking it to people, and and somebody goes, "Oh my gosh, I love that show! I want it on my network." Uh, you know, here's sponsor money, and we'll do it, and it'll be a long term relationship at at some new network that I'm that I'm you know that the show will be on for for years to come, and that we'll do those twelve, and there'll be no hiccup it'll just keep going as trs did and we'll keep nice. that that would be best case scenario yeah um so i'm hoping that works out so if you if you thought as far into it is it going to be like a podcast are you just going to serve up the videos on the web for, for the original show so that's that's all to be determined based yeah. on you know potential distributors and and i'm hoping sure. yeah whatever we can any way we can get it to, to the most number of eyeballs i'll be happy so Jeff Kanata in the future, he's going to be creating web shows forever. Is that what you plan? Do you, do you what do you no. want to do? Like where where do you do you have sort of other dreams? I know that you are a, an actor too. I mean, mm-hmm. is that something that you think maybe one day you'd like to do that instead? Well, it's hard to use the word instead, but I, I definitely um, I definitely love acting and I love being on stage and I love uh, you know doing film and TV as well. And I, I'm certainly ambitious about those things in, in the same way. And, um, I would love to have much, many more projects in that realm mm-hmm. as well. Um, but it's hard to think that I, I'm, 
I think I've <laughs> almost done myself a disservice in my career, so to speak, um, just in, in the sense that I want to do everything. And I, and I have a hard time not wanting to do something. And I, maybe I would have done better if I had been more focused on one particular avenue or, or another. But um, I just get so excited about so many things that I, I like. I like being busy and I like, uh, you know, stretching the different sides of myself. Um, so I'm hoping, you know, one of the cool things about this double jump project that's going to be on Nerdist is that we're, we're going to be doing sketches, uh, comedy sketches in it. So I'll get to do some acting there. And I love that side. And, you know, I did, I did what, three or four plays last year. Uh, and I, I, I would be loath to give up that, but I would also hate to give up you know, having a relationship with the audience in the same way that, that doing these web shows allows for. So I'm hoping to just do more and more and more and, and uh, have, keep expanding the audience as much as I can. So Jeff, what's the best way for people to keep in touch with what's going on with NLB and, and just everything else that goes on in your world? Well, the easiest way is to follow me on Twitter. I'm at Jeff Kanata. That's with two N's and one T. Um, or you can always check my blog. It's jeffkanata.com. Uh, those are the, the best and easiest ways. Awesome. And obviously the links to, to those and, and the other stuff we've spoken about today you can find um, in our show notes, which you can find at 5x5.tv forward slash cmd space slash 40. Um, and I'll thank Jeff, thank you so much for being here. It's awesome to talk to you and congratulations. Well, thank you. I, I'm, I had a blast. This is really, really good. And congratulations on this show as well. I'm, I'm excited to see where it goes next. My, my next uh, guest actually next week is Brian Brushwood. Oh, right on. <laughs> well, I set him up. I set him up well. You did. Uh, you did. Yeah. I'm, gonna yeah, I'm a huge fan of Brian. And he, that guy is uh, a genius on a number of levels. He's, uh, he is, bends the internet to his yeah. will in a way few I know can he's, I think, he's, I think he that's what I want to awesome. talk to him about actually mainly um, next week is where does he come up with his crazy ideas of hacking the internet and, and, and right. sort of how he does that I think it's very very interesting actually so I'm sure that will be a, a great episode you can also follow me on Twitter um, I am iMike I-M-Y-K-E but Jeff thanks again and thank you all for listening to this week's episode of Command Space welcome if you're a new listener and thanks if you've come over and joined us on 5x5 and until next time bye bye